Hello, I'm Pete Toriello. And I'm Maureen Toriello. And it's time again for the Sonic Boomers Podcast. Episode number 70. And that means... There are 69 other shows to check out besides this one. That's right. And if you haven't heard it before... It's new to you. And this week's show is entitled, Two Girls Walk Into a Diner. And it's not a punchline. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it sure sounds, sounds like, like a it. joke. It <laughs> sounds like, joke. you know, a horse walked into a bar and the bartender said, why the long face? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I think we're getting into the dad joke category now. Why don't you explain how we even got onto this topic? Well, we were at a diner. Imagine that. Yeah. And these two girls walk in and at least one of them was applying for a job there as a uh, server they were i would guess they looked like they were maybe just getting out of high school mm-hmm. and looking for a summer job so the one girl that's looking for the job she comes in and she's got tight pants you could see every bulge and crack and what her underwear looked like practically and she had a t-shirt on tied at the waist so her belly showed and this girl not to be judgy or catty or anything, did not have the body for that kind of a look. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't find her attractive. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Then I guess she wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pete said no, no it was no. Said, That's it, yeah. <laughs> he knows his stuff. But it, uh, it was not, to me, I looked at her and I'm thinking, honey, you're not getting this job because of just your appearance alone. Yeah. But then when after we were talking about it, I was like, I wonder if, if, if the standards have changed any, because uh, you know, I haven't obviously looked for that kind of a job in a long time, so I don't know. So we started talking about it, and that kind of spurred the interest in coming up with this podcast. Because yeah, I was thinking, if you're going for a formal job, like an office job or a, a corporate job or something like that, certainly you want to... If you're a guy, you want to put on a nice suit, a tie. You want you want to look the part. Mm-hmm. As you say, um, you want to dress for the job that you want. That you want, not the job that you, that you have. have or right. already had, uh, which I probably should have done and in you, my career. And you want to match the culture of the place you're looking yeah. at. If you go into a, a place and everybody's wearing you know, suits and you come in with a, a sweater or something, it's not a good idea. Yeah. So I decided to look it up. If you're going for a job as a waiter or a waitress, or I guess server is the the gender neutral Mm -hmm. term, or do they call it a serve now? You know, (laughs) because they're shortening everything now. I, I don't know. So if you're going for that kind of a job, really, what is the appropriate thing to wear? Inquiring minds want to know. (laughs) So what have you got? Okay, well, it says, uh, although you might think of casual attire or a uniform when you think of a a server-type job, uh, preparing for the interview is still a formal process, regardless of what kind of a job you're looking for. Like any job, you might be able to dress more casually once you've been hired, Mm. but... When you're interviewing stages, you have to be as professional as possible. This, by the way, is taken from something called the Way Up Guide. Mm-hmm. And one point that they bring up is pick a conservative outfit that reflects your personal style. 
Now, if your personal style is like way over the top, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. If you're goth and uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. you may want to rethink it on the interview. Uh, you'll want to dress conservatively, even if you're interviewing for a casual restaurant for men. This means clean, wrinkle-free khakis or slacks with a nice button-down shirt. For women, it means nice pants or a skirt. And a blouse or casual dress, stick with neutrals if possible, but do add personality to your outfit with a colorful but tasteful tie or scarf. It's important to remember that appearance does matter, especially when you're interviewing for client-facing positions. And I think that's key. If you're talking about client-facing positions, that means that you're going to be in a position where your appearance and your demeanor represents the company or the owner of whatever it is that you are interviewing yeah, for yeah, so you're, you're, they're going to be looking for somebody you're working that's in not public gonna, they're going to be looking for somebody that's going to represent them well and not embarrass them you become the face of the company mm -hmm. absolutely the other thing that it says is to make sure that you're comfortable and when you interview for a restaurant job i didn't realize this but many times it turns into more like an audition they may throw something at you and say show me what you got yeah here's a pad here's here's a pencil yeah go out and take orders take, from those those people uh, over yeah, there at table go six. service at table yeah see how you do so uh because of that you may have to dress in something a little bit more comfortable and less tight laced than you would ordinarily think of for an interview because you might have to be reaching over people you might have to be stretching uh carrying a tray or something like that and you need to be able to uh be comfortable and you know show that you have something besides just what's on your resume point number three wear the right shoes you know that you'll be doing a lot of talking walking lifting even potentially reaching over tables to retrieve items or clean tables. So think smart when it comes to your footwear, although you typically won't be doing as much as usual on the day of the interview, the possibility does exist. So wear sensible, fashionable shoes. Avoid anything that may hinder your appearance, such as sandals. <laughs> I looked at it. I thought it said sardines. <laughs> I thought you were laughing because we were teasing you last week about wearing uh, socks and sandals. Yeah, no, I saw. I just glanced down at yeah, the sheet yeah. and it looked like sardines. Sardines. Yeah, don't wear sardines. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sneakers or heels that are difficult to walk in. Learning how to dress for an interview is an experience in and of itself. And although it might sound a bit intimidating, they say. If you've never interviewed for a waiter or waitress position before, by following these tips, you're sure to start the interview off on the right foot and impress the hiring manager. And ultimately, that's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you have to be impre impress them and make a make a lasting impression on them because if they're looking at a lot of people, you want to stand out in a good way that they remember you. Bottom line: at the end of the day, appearance still. Matters. It certainly does. Yep. Well, we hope that you enjoyed that. And that little tune means it's time for our Boomer Trivia Contest. Yep. Right. Okay, these are taken from the uh, Trivial Pursuit Baby Boomer Edition. 
Okay, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, I have a question for you. Okay. And it comes from the RPM category. Okay. Which means... It's like records. It was a, a record. Right. Okay. What followed? One, two, three, four. Tell the people what she wore. I know. You, you do know this? I do know this one. The, the question actually contains an error, which I'll explain. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is it? Itsy bitsy, teeny weeny, yellow polka dot bikini. Right you are. Right you are by, who sang it? Oh, I don't This know. is her Achilles heel. Uh, yeah, I, I, if I remember the titles, I don't yeah. always remember the yeah. artist. Uh, I, Brian Highland? Brian Highland. That's right. Whoa, All right, now, me. I don't think you're so smart. Now, what label was it on? Arco? <laughs> no. It was a yellow and white label. It was a rainbow-colored label. Oh, if it's rainbow, then RCA? Mm-mm. Okay, you got to give up. Highland. Oh, okay. Highland Records. Was it was it his record company? No. Okay. No, but it's just called, called Highland. The error in the question is, I do not believe, as I recall, because I this was the first 45 RPM record that I ever bought. Mm-hmm. When I was little, little Petey, <laughs> and mom took me to the Platterpuss record store in the Sarewood Shopping Center, and I plunked down my, uh, I think it was like 69 cents or something for a, for a 45 RPM record, and it was Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. But it says here, one, two, three, four, tell the people what she wore. I believe mm-hmm. I would bet money on this. It's two, three, four, tell the people what she wore. I don't think there's one in there. I don't think they counted off the one. Two, uh, three, four, tell the people what I you... I don't know. I don't know. I, I can kind of hear it with the one, one but two. I... See, I'm hearing it without the one. <laughs> well, maybe you tuned it just I a have, little I, bit. I, I have a deafness for ones, you see. You, you know what? When we get done with this show, I'm going to have to find the recording... Oh, you know that. ...and, and give it a listen, because that's going to drive me crazy. Okay. All right, so one point for you. Okay. Okay, hit me. All right. What 1971 ABC series starred James Francisco, Franciscus rather, as a blind insurance investigator? And this is from the TV category. Oh, boy. James Franciscus. I think he used to be Mr. Novak at one time. That was another show that he did. Wow. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on, on this one. Long Street. Yeah, I... I had no clue. Oh, no. Okay. Uh-uh. Okay, do you want to go for a bonus round? Okay. All right, we'll do a bonus round. Here you go. I'm pulling this one also from the RPM category. Okay. Okay, Maureen. What colors were the cellophane flowers? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at your face, and it's all, it's, uh, you have that look that says, I know this. No, go you don't. Keep going. What color were the cellophane flowers in the Beatles' Lucy in the Sky? with diamonds your answer please crimson whoops that is not a right answer (laughs) yellow and green oh okay okay got one for me yeah okay what did this is from the news category? Okay. What 1967 events 
did the Kerner Commission investigate K-E-R-N-E-R? 1967. Okay, was that the... Boy, the Kerner I'll give you a clue. It's a very general thing. It's not a specific incident. Incident. Hit the button. I have no clue. Race riots. Okay. Yeah, I had no no clue on that. Saw we. All right. Well, hey, listen. <laughs> you can't win them all. Next week, another edition of the Sonic Boomers podcast. And we were talking about some ideas for next week's show. Mm-hmm. And we may ask for some input from you guys. So uh, We want to talk about pets next week. Right. Pets, pets, and pets. All things pet. Yep. And which is better, dogs or cats? <laughs> now, I have my preferences. And so do I. <laughs> and I will share them with you next week. And we're also going to talk a little bit about Pets being a part of the family, what's a reasonable amount of money to spend on a pet that is very, very ill, maybe a terminally ill pet? And when is it time to maybe realize that it's time to say goodbye to that pet? We also want to hear your other pet stories. We want to hear some of unusual pets you may have had. Yeah, like we've we've had had some crazy pets with our kids I'm not going to tell you now. You have to tune in next week. And also, you know, some endearing pet stories or maybe a heroic pet that you had. Anything related to pets. Or pets that did some really cool tricks. Okay, so any of that kind of stuff is what we're interested in and we'll be talking about it next time. So join us next week for another edition of the Sonic Boomers. I'm Pete Torriello. And I'm Maureen Torriello. Now, go out... And make Make some some noise. noise.